Welcome to English in 10 Minutes, real, unscripted English conversations about people, places, and their stories. After you listen to the episode, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com. Well, it's nearly time for Christmas in the countries that celebrate Christmas. And Wendy, one of the things that we have experienced since we've been living in Europe are the different Christmas markets that you have in different cities around Europe uh, in the lead up to Christmas, usually for about a month before Christmas. And that's something that we always like to go and check out when we have the chance. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a big part of the Christmas tradition and the build up, you know, in the in the lead up of towards Christmas. It's part of what gets everyone excited because they know that Christmas is coming uh, once the markets start popping up. Right, and that's an interesting contrast, I think, to where both of us are from, or you from the United States and me from Australia, is that we, when we realize that Christmas is getting close, it's when the department stores mm. start to have their huge Christmas displays. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here it's more when these markets start. And of course, you still have some department stores with their Christmas displays here as well. Yeah. But yeah, those Christmas markets, which begin right at the, around the end of November, usually around the, the 25th, and then they last for about a month mm-hmm. uh, up until Christmas means that, uh, yeah, Christmas is coming. Yeah, yeah. And it's an exciting time. I think it's... Um, a tradition that's largely a Germanic tradition, mm-hmm. and it's very big in, in Germany and in, in the Germanic countries. And so where we live, uh, you know, in the French-speaking part of Switzerland, we're kind of in this um, sliver between the Germanic part uh, of Europe and and France, essentially. And so we have this influence of, of Germany as well. So if you look at some of the other Christmas markets, um, for example, Strasbourg in France has a very big one. Mm-hmm. And that's in France, but it's in an area that's historically been disputed and used to be part of Germany as well. Mm-hmm. And so because we live in, in Switzerland, even though we're in the French-speaking part, I think they have that influence because there's Christmas markets in the German-speaking part. Yeah. And I would say that even in Switzerland, the best markets are probably also in the German-speaking part of Switzerland and not in the French-speaking part of Switzerland. There are a few in the French-speaking part. Uh, there's one in Montreux, uh, which we've been to quite a few times because that's the closest one to Geneva where we live. But for example, Geneva, even though it's a very important city in uh, Swiss Romande, in the French-speaking part of Switzerland, uh, it doesn't really have its own market. It has a very, very small one but uh, not anything on the scale of what you see in some of the other German-speaking cities. Yeah, I think Montreux, which you mentioned, is really the only one I can think of, the Mm. only significant one I can think of in the French-speaking part. But I think if you look at basically all the major German cities in, in Switzerland have... Uh, have, a, have a market or at least have something a lot bigger than on the scale that we have in Geneva. Mm-hmm. But the Montreux one is really cool. We go more or less every year mm-hmm. and it just takes over the entire town because it's not a big town really. Um, and so you have all of these stalls set up and it's really quite beautiful because it's along the, the lakeside mm-hmm. um, and it's always packed. Yeah. Um, so if you don't like crowds, it's maybe <laughs> not the best place to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just wander and you see all these different stalls selling all kinds of things. 
mm-hmm. um, from different types of food, but also different um, items, handicrafts or artisanal yeah. items that you can buy, decorations for trees uh, or for nativity scenes and whatever you, whatever you can imagine, really. Yeah, lots of arts and crafts. Um, I think it's, it's a place where people generally go when they're Christmas shopping, right? When they're looking for gifts that they want to, to give to their friends and family. And so it's a lot of types of things that you would typically buy as a gift. Um, you know, not so much practical things, but more of, yeah, little artsy things, something that you would like to put on a shelf and, and show on display. And the one at Montreux, it has, I think, five different sites within the, the actual Christmas market. So there's a kind of a main area that we go to where all the shops and the stalls are and there's food and, and things like that. But there's also other places. There's one where you can go by train to Santa Claus's village mm-hmm. to the North Pole, uh, mm-hmm. which is a, a place that's a little bit higher up. And so there's usually snow around there. And so that's something that families like to go to or children like to go to. And then there's a castle, which is near Montreux, called the Chateau de Chillon. And they have a special medieval um, section or a medieval fair, if you like, uh, at this castle. We've actually never been to that section of the Christmas market, but we're hoping to go this year. Yes, we've tried a couple of times to go. And uh, yeah, it seems like the hours are a bit funny. It's not open uh, for the same hours as the market. The market is open pretty much all the time uh, for like one month straight. I think it's open every single day until pretty late at night. But the the specific medieval part of the market that's inside the castle, inside the Chateau de Chillon, um, is not open that often. And so when we've tried, it's been just about to close or we just haven't made it there at the right time. But we're going to be diligent about it this year and make sure that we do actually get there because it looks really cool. Yeah, usually we don't make it past all the food and drink stalls, I guess. <laughs> Um, and one of the things that they have there, which is interesting, is that they have a kind of warm or hot beer mm-hmm. that I've had a couple of times because we're very used to having what we call mulled wine, mm-hmm. um, which is a wine that's warmed up and it has kind of Christmas spices added to it, things mm-hmm. like cinnamon and cloves. Um, and cloves and these other kind of spices. So that's very common. Um, but they have this this warm beer that I've had once or twice there, and that's really good as well. Yeah, I don't drink beer, um, and so warm beer, I think, sounds particularly disgusting to me. <laughs> but I definitely enjoy the mulled wine. No, I think it was cherry flavored or something. It doesn't taste like beer at all, but it's it's <laughs> it's, an, it's a nice drink because it's you know it's very cold and we're walking outside when we're in yeah. these markets. And so we decided a couple of years ago that we wanted to go and see some other Christmas markets as well. Mm-hmm. And so we had this kind of little rule that we instituted for two years, I think, where we said we would go to a different market. Mm-hmm. And so we went to two in Germany that are in places in Germany that are quite close to the Swiss border so that we could travel by train and you could go just for the day or for one night, I think we did. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not that far away. So we went to one in Constance, uh, which is close to the northeast of Switzerland, and then one in Freiburg, which is more the north-northwest uh, of, of Switzerland, but again in Germany. Um, and so there you see it. You know, it's just really part of the the lives of these cities. Mm-hmm. That right in the middle of these, you know, historic cities, they just get completely taken over by the mm-hmm. Christmas market. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And uh, they also had pretty big crowds there, from what I can recall. Um, so yeah, it's definitely a a very big tradition. Something that uh, 
I think the townspeople probably look forward to, and I imagine that lots of people uh, are traveling there from other places as well, like we did. Yeah, I think that it's becoming now that it's so much easier to travel around Europe. Uh, these are becoming attractions. Mm-hmm. They used to just be very much localized to their particular town, but now people are coming from different places to check them out. And it's funny because in um, in Switzerland they have deals that you can get with the train network where if you travel to one of these Christmas markets, you get a little gift. Usually it's a little mug for coffee or something like that, or a little mug and you get one glass of mulled wine and that's Mm -hmm. just a little bonus you get with your train ticket. But when we went to Constance, um, we also, it said on our ticket that you got a little little gift or something like Mm -hmm. that. And so you have to go to the stall and then you wait for your gift. And so we went there expecting that we would just get this glass of mulled wine and they gave us all these bottles of, of stuff to drink, right? Yeah, yeah. And so they gave us two huge bottles each, glass bottles and these bags to carry them in. And it was crazy because they were really heavy and we had to carry them around everywhere and we didn't expect that the gift would be so much. Mm-hmm. Um, Luckily we were traveling by train and not by plane because then we wouldn't have been able to take them uh, because usually when we travel by plane we just travel with carry-on luggage and so you're not allowed to br- bring liquids with you. Um, but uh, we did manage to get all four of those bottles into our bags and take them back with us. Uh, so yeah, it was a nice surprise but definitely unexpected. Yeah, I think one of them was one each was wine and then one each was a kind of uh, juice or punch. some kind of yeah it was a non-alcoholic uh drink that was you know kind of similar to mulled wine but just without alcohol and so it's just going to these christmas markets is just another way that we can get into the spirit and get into the seasons um for me it's always interesting to have christmas in cold weather because it's not what i had when i was growing up mm-hmm. um and so it's fun to go to these markets and and walk around and be cold and drink nice warm drinks to <laughs> to warm you up and and um, have a nice time. Yeah, and I came from a pretty warm climate, so even though you know it was being in cold weather was part of the tradition of Christmas that was that I always saw on TV, but it wasn't really my reality. So now I also enjoy being cold at Christmas time because it's feel it feels like it's the way it's supposed to be. All right, and the markets now have become part of the the tradition of of what we think of as Christmas now. Yep. Thanks for listening to English in 10 Minutes. To download a worksheet for this episode, including the most useful vocabulary and a full transcript of the conversation, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com.